hello, this is Jonathan Manalo, songwriter, record producer, also A&R from Star Music, a label from the Philippines. And you're listening to The Influencers on Tractivist. is The Influencers, a new Tractivist series on tastemakers and experts in the music industry. Just as important as front-facing representation in entertainment is representation behind the scenes. Too often, these influencers in the music industry just don't get the deserved recognition for their incredible work that significantly impacts today's culture and entertainment. Let's dive into this podcast series as we spotlight these individuals and hear their stories and words of wisdom for aspiring artists and industry professionals. Hi, this is Richie Tractivist, and this is the Influencer Series on Tractivist, and we are recording here at Dash Radio Studios here in Hollywood, California, and it is my pleasure to introduce on our show, all the way from the Philippines, Jonathan Manalo. Also, before I get into our show, I'd like to introduce my co-host, Rosalind Cobarubias of Ros Marketing, who is a very familiar voice if you've been listening to this series since she was our first guest on The Influencer. So welcome, Roz, too. Great. It's amazing to be back. I'm so proud of you, Tractivist. Thank you. Thank you. And welcome, Jonathan. Yeah, my thank pleasure you for to being be here. here. Yes. So honored to be with you, Richie and Rosalind. Of course. Yeah. yeah. So we want to just get into this because you are such an incredible person, I would say just globally. So let me just introduce to all of our listeners out there just who you are. You are the A&R Star Music. And for those of you who don't know, it's a music company that basically leads the pack among record labels that produce music from the Philippines and distribute original Filipino music worldwide. Their YouTube channel has 2.9 million subscribers. Say it, 2.9 talk- No, 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 hold on. This is the part. <laughs> They've accumulated 1.5 billion views. This billion, that's, not, that's, that's billion and not in pesos, billion. No. <laughs> <laughs> and more importantly, he's also what, we, what many consider the current generation's most prolific, award-winning songwriter, composer, vocal arranger, record producer, and you are the ultimate music junkie. And I know you, you put that as a hashtag on you, but I really see that. And you describe him, Roz, probably the best as the Quincy Jones, David Foster of the Philippines. He's got over (laughs) 18 years in the music industry, has a string of over 200 recorded compositions, many of which became hits. And he has so many hits that he had a concert dedicated just to his music in 2016. And that's when you know that you made it, when you have a concert for (laughs) your own self. And he broke his own record last year with 21 Awit nominations. And for those of you who don't know, that is the most prestigious music award in the Philippines. So Jonathan, really, it is an honor to have you on our show. That thank is you, Jonathan Manalo. <laughs> and to add my mom's favorite songwriter, <laughs> that is the highest. That is the highest award. Award you get. But I'm so glad that you did that introduction because it's hard to sum when, when, when people meet each other, mm-hmm. like at the lunch, I'm like, this is this is this, and yes. you can't summarize that. But I'm so glad you took the time to read that bio because he's such a humble person. Right, he'll never say it. Yeah, but it's we'll say true. it for you. I don't know how to react. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just always grateful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that's what comes across. Yeah. And uh, for those of you out there, I mean, I think what I'd love is to just get right into your journey. Can you just tell us briefly about this path that you took? to where you got to today. When did you realize you wanted to make music? Yeah, I, you know? I actually started in church way back. I remember I was singing in 
in church choir when I was like five to seven years old in in, in kids church, and then leading the 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 kids choir when wow. I was that young, and then I was exposed to gospel songwriting in the Philippines. Grew up with with my kuyas and ates in the church that writes songs for gospel songs for the ministry. So I joined them for the ministry and published my first composition when I was 13 years old. Wow. wow. Yeah, so then I started to regularly contribute original songs to, to the gospel community in the Philippines, which is the Papuri Music Group. Papuri mm-hmm. Music Group is like an influential gospel music group in the Philippines wherein mm-hmm. many senior writers actually contribute because most of them are also Christians in the community right. mm-hmm. that also uh, give songs to the, the pop singers. Mm-hmm. And then I get exposed to that at a very young age, and then I observe my kuyas uh, doing production stuff because I've been recording also as a kid. I was a kid singer. I get to be exposed to to uh, studio work at an early age, mm. how, how to 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 write a song and how to produce vocals and how to to make it really sound good. And then when I graduated from high school, it continued until college. All all gospel songwriting and music ministry. And then during that time, in the 90s up to the 2000s, songwriting competition in the Philippines are a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Wherein everyone, uh, to make a mark for a songwriter, everyone mm-hmm. is, is joining those national competitions that's mm-hmm. televised on national TV. And, and then they make a mark there. The hits are being uh, churned out by those competitions. Mm-hmm. And then my kuyas, Kuya Junji Marcelo, who's also a songwriter for Gary Valenciano, Regine mm-hmm. Velasquez, is like a legend in the Philippines. Gary V is like the Michael Jackson <laughs> of the Philippines, basically. Uh, <laughs> he, he mentored me, I observed him, and like, I want to write songs also for the pop radio and, mm-hmm. and like cr- crossover from, from doing gospel. Mm-hmm. So right after graduation uh, from college, that was 2001, I'm a fresh graduate. I actually took advertising and public relations. Not that really connected with music, but maybe the, the creative writing in, in advertising is somehow connected to lyric writing in, in, in songs. So right after I graduated, Edsa Dos in the Philippines happened. You know, we, we overthrew again another, another administration that was uh, Joseph Estrada mm-hmm. being replaced by Gloria Macapagal Arroyo right. that time. So we changed regime and the movement was spearheaded by the youth that yeah. time. The the youth movement is so strong mm-hmm. that ABS-CBN launched this songwriting competition that's geared for the youth, like to honor that movement, that youth movement that time. So it's called uh, Jam Himig Handog sa Makabagong Kabataan. It means uh, Himig Handog is the songwriting competition. Kabagong Kabataan means the modern youth. So, Jam Himigandog sa Makabagong Kabataan songwriting competition. So, ah, I want to join that. I think that contest is made for me. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> it so, it was a national okay. competition and then I submitted a song. I remember uh, the deadline was 6 p.m. that day and, and, and it was a very long line. And then I beat the deadline. I submitted my song and then crossing my fingers, I, I got in and I'm the only young person who got in. The, the rest are, are legends. Like, I'm, I'm up against Mike Villegas, who's like a rock legend. I'm Jimmy Antipoida, who's a member of Neo Colors, a big band in the Philippines. I'm up against my mentor, Junji Marcelo. He got in. Wow. So, <laughs> many, many professional songwriters, really big yeah. names, because it's a huge songwriting competition by ABS, CBN. Mm-hmm. So, I'm the only young person. And then I'm the only amateur. I consider myself amateur because I don't have any experience with, with the pop world. So I was nervous because everyone is like A-listers and I'm the new one. But I thought of myself as 
as being advantage also because mm. the the songwriting is supposed to be for the youth. For youth. <laughs> yeah, this is my competition. This is yeah. my competition. <laughs> <laughs> you old guys. You <laughs> so I th- and. I have strong faith in the Lord that I think mm-hmm. he, he purposely made that competition to make to create an entry for me in the industry because to cut the long story short, I beat them all. Yes. I became the grand prize winner of that competition. And how old were you then? I was fresh grad. I'm 21. 21. My I was 21. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. So, uh, my my song is an R&B track. It's it's called Taratena. It means uh, come on, let's go in English. It, it was interpreted by Kyla, an up-and-coming singer back then, a very good R&B singer that's now called the queen of R&B in the Philippines. Mm. And then uh, she's the Mary J. Blige of yeah, the Philippines. Yeah, she's like, yeah, she's dope. <laughs> yeah. And then Kyla with Kaya and V3. I was also singing with mm. with with my vocal group from church. So it's it's Kyla accompanied by this group of singers, including me. So and we can find this video online. Yeah, right? it's online. Yes, okay, yeah. we're gonna find it. And what I love about your story, thank you so much for sharing yeah. it, is that. You're really an example that, uh, you know, you had a degree in advertising, but yet you still continue to push music. You yeah. still got involved. And then it just, and the, but you took chances by going into competitions and then you were surrounded by your mentors. And then this just show, it was like validation through effort, really. And so I, I really appreciate that because there's a lot of kids out there that, you know, they take a different path or they're not sure because of maybe parental pressure or maybe societal pressure but you are an example of just going through and so we, i really appreciate that story yeah. fast forward obviously yeah. you are we've already highlighted and then after that i won and then abscb hired me to be like uh, an in-house songwriter and producer yes and then after that i never got the chance to apply for work because uh-huh. after that all the opportunities came in and yes. then i wrote a song for gary v for for everyone yes for everyone he's, he's, <laughs> no, literally. i love that literally. you said that because a lot of people here and across the world yeah. They get disappointed or they they, they turn mm-hmm. a new path because they think, okay, I have to go to college or my mom wants me to be a lawyer. They want to do marketing. But you're the the, the proof that if you pursue right. and it's okay, it's okay to enter competitions. You might be on The Voice. Mm-hmm. You yeah. might be, you know, especially in the, in the Philippines, there's these huge opportunities. Yeah. But you could, you just have to persevere yeah. and, and get the, get, it's really about who you meet that will get you to that next right. level. And it's yes. the awareness. Right. Don't be ashamed of how you get there. Exactly. You know, Kehlani was on America's Got Talent. Yeah, you know, exactly. there's, there's, there's ways to, yeah. to, to get there. We all have different journeys, you know. Yes. If you have that talent, you, you don't have to let go. Just, mm-hmm. right. just keep on fighting for it. Exactly. Like the, for the one thing I got to say is though, isn't it crazy? Because you don't realize until 20 years later when you look back, how that was such a pivotal moment. You yeah. know, especially working with ABS for so long, yeah. you say, wow, that was that exact moment, you know? <laughs> yeah. So now working with this new talent, he knows how a talent, how it feels to enter to, right. to do that as well. Right. So fast forward, of course, you've had a prolific career. Uh, one thing I do want to ask, because it is such an incredible career, <laughs> uh, what would you say is your most memorable moment? After winning that competition, that that one is really memorable because th- that's my entry point to the mm-hmm. pop world from the gospel community. Uh, another one is... That when I wrote for my idol, when I finally wrote a song for my idol, because Gary V is my ultimate idol. Yeah. It's like, you know, the king And Mariah Carey. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the next <laughs> that's milestone. Coming up soon, 2019. Yeah. <laughs> but she's a writer. Right. right. So tell me about that doing that song with Gary V. Yeah. Because I won and the attention, I, I got the attention from winning the, the competition. And so mm. Gary always has this eyes, nose, and ears for, for mm. fresh, fresh songwriting talent. And he asked me to write something for, for his album then. And 
you know, it, it's a, it's a, uh. it's an album trap. But for me, it's a personal milestone because writing for your idol. Mm -hmm. And then eventually, I wrote several more songs for Sir Gary, including the theme song of Ang Provinciano, mm. which is the the longest running teleserie in the Philippines. I don't know if you know that My show. My mom knows that. <laughs> mom, you know that. She's like, I know Ang, that one. <laughs> Ang Provinciano has been running for like three years with 50 plus ratings on prime time. That, <laughs> yeah, that's huge in the Philippines. Yeah. And Sir Gary singing the theme song, and I wrote it. Wow. That's great about that, about how they you, you, you utilize music in the TV and the shows yeah. and the films, as well as the churches. There's a great marketing uh, that they do that's grassroots in the film. There's also one song that, that that's very remarkable that I wrote. It's called Pinoy Ako mm. in the Philippines. Okay, so I have to be honest. I didn't know you wrote that, but yeah. I've been playing that <laughs> at our, like, fiestas. Oh, wow. Uh, like, for the longest time. It I, is at every fiesta, every year. Yeah. And I didn't know. And so when I saw that and when I was doing my research, I was like, oh my gosh. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Wait, so. let me tell you about Richie. So Richie <laughs> is actually the DJ for all the different festivals as well as a curator of talent. So if there's a Filipino festival, there's an Asian festival, Richie's the one that's DJing. And he's an encyclopedia of every Asian artist ever. Oh, wow. So uh. even when the Grammys are out, the next day he's like, these are the Asian artists. <laughs> he knows it. For songwriting, I for album of the year. Nerd. He, 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 yeah. he runs Tractivist.com, yeah. which is the biggest uh, music uh, directory that we have. Oh, wow. Thank you, Ross. You, uh, one of the roles that you play yeah. is A&R at Star Music. Yeah. And those that may be listening, unfamiliar with A&R, can you just tell us a little bit about what that job is specifically for you? Because I think that role changes with everybody, yeah. but just you, but also as a record producer, as a songwriter, um, on top of that, what advice would you give to aspiring artists? Like, what are those like basic do's and don'ts? Because okay. a lot of people just kind of guess. Well, maybe first explain what you said. Yeah, what is an A&R? An and, and then, then, and then the, yeah. the advice Okay, A&R, it's, it's a little more tough in ABS because ABS is like a multimedia company. For, for those people who's not aware of ABS events, like the, the Disney in the Philippines, mm -hmm. wherein it has broadcast channels, it has a movie outfit, it has a, a record label, it has a management, everything, uh, a multimedia conglomerate. So I'm, I'm like A&R for, for not... For not just the label, but for but for the entire company, I I like supervise, also music supervisor for all the movies, for all the teleseries, for for all the theme songs of every shows, wow. and like for for even for the the theme song of the foundation, mm. <laughs> for oh, ABS yeah, even yeah. foundation, like, like, like the CSR activities, I, I also do yeah. that. All all the music, all theme songs that you hear, uh, goes through me. Yeah. So <laughs> and apart from that, of course, the ANR job is. To, to take care of all the talents signed under the label. So uh, we're like the biggest label in the Philippines with the largest roster. So I managed the, the repertoire of the artist, what kind of song they will record, when, it's gonna, when is it gonna be released, how are they gonna evolve musically, those things. Uh, really those things yeah and of course uh i consider the authenticity of each artist i, I never like ah okay let's proceed to the next question yeah what's the do's the, and don'ts don't. yeah, yeah, the do's yeah. And don'ts. i never like impose I, I'm, a, I'm a producer for many artists in the philippines and mm -hmm. they always ask me what is that jonathan manalo sound the jonathan manalo sound is like if i bring out the best in the artist what's authentic in the artist that's the Jonathan Manalo way. Mm. Because the Jonathan mm. Manalo sound is not imposing his sound on I artists. I love that. That's awesome. He doesn't have a drop that goes, Jonathan Manalo! <laughs> this is my record! Swizzy! Yeah. Whenever, I work with whenever I work with artists, I don't think like, I should make them sound mm. like a Jonathan Manalo record. No, I won't do that. I'm gonna study the artist, learn what is authentic to them, mm. and then bring out the best in them. 
And That's then, the singer, songwriter, producer in you because not all A&Rs think that. Yeah. A lot of A&Rs are like, you should be like yes. uh, Justin Timberlake. You should be like Beyonce. But yeah. he really cares about the authenticity. Right. And you see that in all of the artists, whether it's Inigo, uh, KZ, yeah. or Morissette, you know, Moira. When the artist is authentic, it's going to enjoy longevity. Mm. Mm. They you won't know? give up too. Yeah, they yeah. Won't, yeah, because they're themselves. Yeah. The, the artist who like copies anyone or like the artist who's whose image is being this dictated by someone and right. are, are like temporary artists. Yeah. And I love that you're saying that because here for us Asian Americans, uh, that's a struggle being the authentic self. Yeah. There's some of us who might want to talk about being Filipino. We want to talk about our crazy aunties or titas, <laughs> but we're not sure if we can. And it holds back from us being our authentic self. But yeah. you sharing the story, sharing about why as a producer, as an award, like a prolific producer, saying that you need to be authentic yeah. as your first do yeah that is so key and yeah. so thank you for saying that yes. um what are some other things what are some like general basics or maybe just like what should they not do disrespect those who came before you mm. yeah say it <laughs> yeah say it. because there are many history, yeah? there are many artists who are like mm. really dope really very talented really mm -hmm. great talents but lacks the character mm. i've seen so many in, in my like more than 18 years of, of being in the business, mm. I've seen so many talented artists fail because of that lacking in character. Mm. So it, it helps that you are always grounded and mm -hmm. not be too proud of your talent. Yes, you are talented, but, should, but you should know how to balance things and you should know how to be open and learn from, from those people who came before you. Yeah, that's yeah. so good. I oh, know. so good. Because <laughs> so I could name artists, but I won't. <laughs> Let's move on to the next question before we start getting in trouble. Um, so I read um, one of your dreams is for your songs to be discovered in the international arena. You have an incredibly unique perspective in the industry, um, what do you think has worked in terms of making space for Filipinos in the global music arena? Uh, where do you think we can go from here? I think the, the Filipino talent will, will rise above more because we, we've been there. We've been here. We're, we're like doing our own thing. Like, mm -hmm. And just like what Rosalind has been telling me. And I really admire what this community is doing because Filipino talent has always been there. But like we're doing like our own thing separately mm -hmm. and it's high time for us to to really uh move together mm -hmm. and and pull our powers together because mm -hmm. we really are talented what we can provide the industries is the re the raw talent i'm not like giving shade to anyone that they don't have they don't have raw talent but filipinos are way more naturally talented yeah. <laughs> translation i'm like michael blackson for manny pacquiao filipinos are the most talented people in the world no i agree sorry but but naturally talented we don't have we don't need actually technology to to fix things for for mm. yeah we for, don't need auto-tune yeah. because our parents made us sing karaoke yeah. before we even ate dinner yeah right? they made us perform before in church like i think that's such a great point and we have to unite together because if you think about what they're doing already with the mm. ABS artists, they yeah. tour the world. Right. So Toronto, I showed you concerts in Abu Dhabi, in Dubai, and there are thousands of people there, right? So in the US, we're all doing things silo, right. but if we come together and match with them, yeah. this is gonna be, Filipinos will be on the global stage and we'll continue to do Miss Universe, Golden Globes, we won a Grammy, and we're just gonna <laughs> And what you hear in the studio being recorded actually can perform live. Yeah, exactly. yes. they Even sound better. exactly e like record. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a true testament of the artist, yeah. when mm -hmm. you can sound just as good as you do, or if not better, 
live. And, and I witnessed that this week with Inigo. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, Inigo. you can sing amazingly. And like they say, Filipinos are also full of heart, you mm-hmm. know? So when we put that into songwriting, you know, Filipinos are very sentimental, but using that advantage into songwriting, wherein mm-hmm. we we wear our hearts in our sleeve yeah. and, and like uh, put those real uh, feelings in lyrics, I think Filipino can contribute and, and bring back the heart and just joy in songwriting because right now I notice most of the songs are dark mm-hmm. and depressing. Mm-hmm. I think we can bring back the the lightness of pop yeah. because Filipinos are happy people. Yeah. yeah, And I think we can provide that element in, that, in the global music industry. That's such a great point because Dial So Yo written by Inigo is yeah. such a happy song. And if you think <laughs> of Bruno's songs like 24K Magic, right? Mm-hmm. And these are great, happy songs because we're happy people. And even when I, get, every time I get into an Uber, or any, every time they always mention if they're non-Filipino, like, hey, my um, my mom had cancer, but she was taken care of by a Filipino nurse, the best mm-hmm. nurse in the hospital. My mom was also in the hospital. The best nurses were Filipino. So imagine that applied to the music industry. Yeah. They already mm-hmm. know that when you work with a Filipino, whether it's publicity, whether it's a songwriter, whether it's an artist, you're gonna get a certain type of different care right. that you get as well. A in really the happy vibe. Yeah. Happy vibe and, and yeah. caring. You yeah. know, I like the dark songs and, and the depressing songs, the, the, the really dark <laughs> ones, but you know, oh, it's always happy to, to hear that. The, the bubbly yeah. pop songs. The finesse, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. And Bruno Mars is really good at that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and that's, that's a good point is, you know, people tend to hate on pop music, but pop music is so important to just, not just culture, but to just like the overall world spirit. Pop music is there for a reason and it's there to just guide us to be better people. That's what yeah. I really believe. I mean, you think about all the icons, most of them have created pop music. Yeah. So I do find so much value in what you're saying. I, I want to touch on this a little bit because you've already dived into it. And I love that you're both here. <laughs> um, so you've been in LA for a few weeks now yeah. and we recently attended this lunch hosted by Roz, Roz. Um, and Roz Marketing with the aim really was to bridge Filipino and Filipino Americans. So how important- Put together in three days. In three days. That, yeah, we gotta <laughs> yeah. put that because Roz just killed Roslyn is like a super woman. She's no, a I'm super saying woman. that because I, I wanted it to be, you know, a little bit different, right. you know, a, a but, bigger and else. But this is yeah. why it's incredible. So this is pure example of a connection between Filipino, Filipino Americans. Mm-hmm. What do you think we can do to strengthen that? Besides what we've already done this past like couple of weeks. But in general, what are some things that you believe that we can do to strengthen this bond, this connectivity between Filipino and Filipino Americans? Because real, keep yeah. it real. I think there's a lot of idea out there that it's very hard to connect. Yeah. And we don't have a lot of examples of that connection on a music level. Yeah. We're starting to see it now. But what do you believe can strengthen this? I think um, I'll take what Roslyn has been saying uh, the past few days that we need to cross-pollinate and like use and exploit, uh, sorry for the word, but exploit is like the, to maximize mm-hmm. and, and, and get the, the best of both worlds to, to benefit both ends. Like if the Philippines can, can provide uh, th- this great talent and, and bring them here and work with uh, great creators that, that, that are based here and then we cross each, each other's territories. And then we were talking with, with David Ali the other day, mm-hmm. wherein he says- David Ali, who's Kehlani Pilo and Jess Connolly manager. And Jess Connolly manager. You know, we, we need the audience in the Philippines so we could help each other maybe uh, because ABS-CBN, my, my label has a stronghold of uh, the local audience. And then he, he said that, uh, what, what you could do is to actually help us promote 
the artists that are relatively unknown there that that uh, we we manage here and then at the same time help you promote your artists that are unknown here but very big stars in the Philippines right. already so those things wherein we exchange and right. like share the, the the territories that we control right. and then expose the, the artists there at the same time as simple as following each other yeah. and retweeting each other's tracks if ever I, I release a new song and then you you retweet it over your followers things mm-hmm. like that it's mm-hmm. as simple as that but it's it's real action real right. real show yeah, of support for each other yeah even commenting on an instagram because it'll pop up wow and yeah. ego oh, jonathan commented on this with richie yeah. you know, really creating an active community where mm. in there's actual interaction between between us mm. and and not really uh, doing things in silo yeah just like yeah. what what we've been talking about you know what i like about this too is it shows that it's not just about us in the industry it actually shows that your average listener your music lover can be part of this connection yes the tweeting the sharing yes. you know sharing. like as a filipino american yeah. how active am i looking for the artists from the philippines and sharing about it yes from the philippines the same thing in reverse and so i'm just seeing this ecosystem that we're trying to build and we and could harness we could that. do it because the but filipinos it are really more than just us yes. it really does involve everybody and the filipinos are huge consumers of music right now right. we're in numbers I gotta uh, drop some data. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're one of the top <laughs> streaming countries for Spotify. So there's 110 million uh, Filipinos globally. But if you think of that number alone, we're already the top streaming. We just have to show the data to YouTube, to Spotify, and they're you know the, the top artists aren't just Filipino artists. There. They're also Beyonce, Rihanna, etc. So if you take a Kaylana, you put her in the Spotify charts with yep. Moira and yeah, Casey, like sure. which, side by side. Know, side, by the side. numbers, the numbers are. The really huge from the Philippines, and right. they don't get the they get the numbers alone just in the Philippines. Moira <laughs> yeah. is one song is 50 million streams. Yeah, for an artist in the U.S. to get one million streams is huge. So imagine that we just have to expose it, and they have to work and collab together. And it's, it's incredible music. We had a chance at Dash Radio to like witness some of this collaboration between U.S. artists and Filipino artists. It is unbelievably great music very unique you need to do attractivist episode with the music of John- jonathan Manuel. <laughs> oh we can we certainly can i'll be celebrating my 20th, 20th. okay see. we're going we'll <laughs> okay. he had a show called quince but now it's kind of called vente because it's uh, yeah, 20 year yeah, yeah, 2021 yeah. so richie will be there yeah for sure <laughs> we Jen. will be there so uh, we have one last question before you okay. go so a main goal of ours is that we want to provide support for all asian americans mm-hmm. and global asians who aspire to use music as a platform mm. uh, for expression and storytelling. What is one takeaway that you'd like people uh, hoping to follow in your footsteps? W- what is that one takeaway that you'd like them to know? Keep on doing what you do. If you're a writer, keep on writing. If you're a singer, keep on singing. If you're a producer, keep on creating tracks. You know, if you don't stop, you're going to make it. If you, if you know you have the talent and don't stop doing it, you're going to make it. <laughs> That's so great. I, I, I got to add to that. It's like, because we get d- disappointed, right? We might not have the job we want. We might not have the career in music that we want, but it's okay. Invest in what you love. I used to preach, do what you love, but then you get sad, right? Am I really doing what I love? Because I'm a doctor by day, but I'm a songwriter by night. No, you you be a doctor, get, make your money, but then be a DJ on the side, be a nurse, sing at your church. Keep that passion alive. You know, that'll, that'll keep your life going. You got to keep that so, going. Because it's not going to be perfect the first time you try. Right. It's going to be perfect if you try and try. Yeah. Mm. So I okay. want to say on behalf of Tractivists and the Influencers to Jonathan Manalo, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for blessing us with all this incredible story, experience, thank knowledge. You. 
Um, of course I enjoyed you, it. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome back anytime, and congratulations again, and uh, especially to the 1,000 award you're gonna win in <laughs> yeah. the future. He has to stand <laughs> at the side of the stage because he gets tired walking from yeah, his right. table to there. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Of course, Thank we you. are gonna support My you from here, and we are looking forward to building. I love you, Jonathan. You. I, love I love you, Richie. Ross. Thank you for Thank making you, Richie. Thanks so much for listening to The Influencers. Be sure to visit our website, tractivist.com, as we create a central hub of Asian American artists, resources, and continuously update the influencers. Discover new music through our weekly radio show, as well as our playlists. We're also on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter as at Tractivist. That's T-R-A-K-T-I-V-I-S-T.